Hey everyone, this is Katie, and you're listening to How to Play with Your Kids and What to Expect. Okay, so I'm getting a lot of texts, and the consensus around is that everyone is having a stressful day. Um, so we're just going to pretend it's not happening. And I wanted to share a new game with you that I invented yesterday, and I think that could add a lot to your lives. So um, I invented a new game. I have a die from the game's categories. I think I've talked about it here before. I love it so much. It has most of the letters on it, and it's missing Q, U, V, W, X, Y, and Z, which I really don't give a shit about because that just keeps everyone from having a meltdown anyway because those are hard. Um, Rules. One person is the roller, and one person is the writer. The roller is in charge of rolling the die. They roll and announce the letter. So, for example, on the first roll, we got an O. So then each person gets a turn to come up with a word that starts with the letter that was rolled. For example, on the first roll, we get an O. Each person says a word. Hank said onomatopoeia, and I said ocular. Um, Then the writer, who was me, writes them down on a piece of paper. We made a little chart with a column, Hank and Katie. Hank wrote, or I wrote onomatopoeia for Hank, and I wrote ocular for me. Then you keep going, right? So when you get bored, or when you reach the point that you and the other players agreed upon, you can tally up the score. Um, For example, like you might want to just like agree on 10 words at first to kind of see if the kids even like the game. Um, Hank and I didn't. We just randomly kept doing it until Magnus interrupted and ruined it or we got bored or whatever. Um, So how to score it is each letter is worth one point. Whoever gets the most points wins. Um, So um, since Hank got the idea right away, as you can see, because he wrote onomatopoeia. So um, I think he got 148 points and I got 126, I want to say. Doesn't matter. But that's it. (laughs) That's it. That's all. That's it. You're doing vocabulary. You're doing thinking on the fly. You're doing spelling because... (laughs) I had to check the spelling because I don't know how to fucking spell. (laughs) I know why, but it's a story for another day. Um, So bonus. This is math with higher numbers for younger kids. Bonus. The writer has to look up words to learn how to spell them and verify they are in fact words. um, Which Hank came up with a weird word I had never heard before. um, And I thought he was full of shit and I looked it up and... um, It wasn't the use he thought it was, but it was, in fact, a word. So you're learning. Every every activity you do is learning something new. It's really fucking great. Um, (laughs) Another bonus, you guys can switch places every once in a while, and then they're getting writing practice. Um, Another bonus. I mean, just it's a gift that keeps on giving. I really feel like a badass for making this up just so everyone fucking knows. (laughs) Okay. Um... You can use anything that has the alphabet on it. I don't really give a fuck. Like, that's the best part about staying at home or playing with your kids. You don't really need shit. Uh, You just have to do it. So don't buy anything. You can use the foam letters for the bathtub that have the alphabet. Um, You could put them in a basket and have kids randomly pick. You could use building blocks with the alphabet. You can laminate letters that you cut out of magazines so that they're all different. Um, You can get a random letter generator app on your phone, Scrabble. You could write the fucking alphabet on rocks. I don't give a shit. Like, it's literally endless possibilities. All you have to do is be willing to play and learn. Um, If you have a baby, um, eh, but you can make up um, like a whole different game. You can just shout out words. Like, um, so I'll just roll the dice and be like, oh, B, B is for bubbles. Yay! And then roll it again and be like, C! C is for county! Yay! You know, just whatever the fuck you want. You're teaching them vocabulary words. It's whatever you want. Um, Expectations. Okay. Expect them to hate the idea, but make them do it. So um, Hank bitched and pissed and moaned the entire time. And then once we started playing, he not only got excited and wanted to beat my ass... But 
he kept asking, can we play again? Um, so that's great. It's good. You just want to be playing with them in some kind of fucking way. It doesn't even matter. You just want to engage with them back to back. It's good for you both. Um, just keep it. My recommendation is keep it as low on the scale of competitiveness as you possibly can. It's not about winning. Although, I mean, (laughs) everything's about winning, obviously, especially if you have children, they want to kick your ass. But, uh, and you can use it and manipulate it, whatever, you know, it, your life is your Play-Doh. You can make it however you want, man. Do whatever it is that you want. But I thought that was a fun game and it, um, actually turned out to be pretty fun. Now, I wrote a bunch of notes here and I am not, I haven't edited them to kind of give to you, but today is such a fucking day that I really wanted to just crank this shit out so you guys have something else to to listen to. So let's dive into my notes and uh, we'll make fun of me if I fuck it up. Okay. Um, Think about humans as a whole. Think about what they were allowed to accomplish when they could follow their interests and learn on their own. Before we had the structure of schooling, before we forced them to sit and obey, people were able to follow their interests as far as they were capable. Some were stupid as hell. Yeah, yeah, that's always. But some humans were able to engineer the pyramids, coliseums, towers, tunnels, homes in the side of mountains. Galileo looked up at this night sky and was able to use the knowledge that humans before him had gathered and built upon that by allowing himself to wonder and hypothesize. Some taught us how the human body works. And you know how they did it, y'all? Fucking gross. Gross. They stole corpses. They fucking black market bought them. They murdered people to get them. But now we know how the human body works. Some figured out the answers to questions that other humans didn't even think to ask. Where there lies no boundaries, we can explore as far as we allow ourselves. Now, with that in mind, allow your children to think for themselves. You can't think and wonder while you're being yelled at and attacked. You can't think when you're trying so hard to fit into a box that was not shaped for you. My husband always complains about this generation having everything so customized. I love it. I say you do you, boo. Mm, Get it. Only by being you can you grow and touch and learn the way that your brain is specifically wired. So, uh, girl, I could go on for that with that for days, but let's keep going because I think I get somewhere. Okay. I had a dear friend in town this weekend. She helps me more than she will ever know. I was nagging about someone and she replied, nah, he's cool. And by this simple disagreement with my statement in a positive way, she was able to lead me to a realization later on in in the day. I came downstairs to talk to Keith and we were hanging out and talking, blah, 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 whatever. And I said something about Hank, bitchy. I bitched about Hank some way. Uh, Keith disagreed and countered with a disagreement in a positive way. He was like, no, I think he's fine. I I think that, you know, he doesn't do that. I think if you sat up there and watched, you'd find out it's really not that much. And I just thought, huh, maybe, maybe he's right. Maybe he is doing fine. Why did I immediately nag him for no reason? Then Keith started talking about another topic and I immediately nagged him for no reason. When Keith asked me what was wrong because I was totally thinking about this and not listening to what he was talking about anymore, (laughs) whoops, (laughs) I replied with, just noticing my nag level, I nagged Hank for no reason earlier, and now I just nagged you. To which he obviously replied, uh, yeah, which is a whole nother fucking, (laughs) yeah, yeah, you're being a bitch, settle down. Um, you should always have to hear that, right? Yeah. Settle down. So now it's time for I do do that. I notice I don't give Keith or the kids the benefit of the doubt. There was this results in me thinking that I know better. I talk too much and then inevitably I find out that I was wrong. Now, mm, I happen to know where this tendency comes from, but 
again, (laughs) story for another day. Point is, just because you know how they like their pancakes, what time they get whiny, how they love to snuggle in that special way, that they're terrible at wiping their ass, that doesn't mean you know what they're thinking or feeling. And that is my number one mistake every time. I'm always for exploration. Get dirty. Yell out the car window. Live your life, baby. But I also hold everyone back with my fears and the imaginary limits that I put on my family. I get caught up in only seeing their perceived flaws or more clearly just what just what irritates me about them <laughs> that I forget I can also be a negative obstacle to them and myself. So now... On to shut the fuck up. Shut up. Stop talking. Listen, I'm 33 years old and I'm trying desperately to learn this skill. Which brings it back to my smart, beautiful friend who also said that in her opinion, one of the biggest mistakes people are making is not being able to politely disagree with someone. She blew my mind with that observation. It's so simple but so dead on. It is something that I allow to others, like my friends or strangers. But do I lend the same courtesy to the people who I respect the most? (laughs) No. (laughs) Spoiler alert! I don't. It's less than I should. Um, So, when it comes to your family and your kids, start to think, damn, they are cool. And pay attention to what they are talking about, what they are saying to you. And (laughs) ding, 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 very important. Not what you hear or what you think about what they're saying. Shut the fuck up and listen to what they're talking about. Um, this is, uh, (laughs) number one problemo over here with, uh, talkity talk talks too much. Um, so on to my next correction of myself. Okay, this is what I'm trying to do. To fix this. Because um, also my other beautiful, from my beautiful friend again, started to call me out. And she kept saying, now is not the time, Katie. Now is not the time. And she's fucking right. And I was so thankful for someone to tell me that. Because my family is always trying to be polite or respectful. Blah, blah, blah. You know, plus I'm a little bit psycho. So you don't want to push me too, too much. I'm not on Zola for the fun of it. Okay? You know what I'm saying? So it was so nice to have someone that was honest just tell me, what are you doing? You're wasting everybody's time right now. Shut up. Um, That's not what she said. But you know what I mean? That's what I needed to hear. That's what I needed to tell myself. Shut up. Okay. So on to the next way that I've been correcting myself. I say no too much. Way too much. I say no, stop, quit, put it down. Now, back to what I've always thought. Kids are better than us. Um, and just another example of how children are smarter than us, the baby started to yell, stop, or, or, I mean, I'm sorry, that he yelled, stop sign, stop sign, and puts his hand up, which slowly turned into stop, which slowly turned into pause. Um, and I love it. I love it. It's adorable. And I took the opportunity to follow this lead. So lately I've just been saying, pause. I need a minute to think. Or when I need to listen to one kid and everyone else is talking, it works like a fucking charm. It works like a fucking charm. And if you're going to tell me that any of your kids don't know what the word pause means, (laughs) wow, you're doing way better than me because my shits are, they're plugged in sometimes. They know what pause means. (laughs) You have to pause it to eat dinner. Come on. Um, So I have also learned a new phrase. That I would like to add besides pause. Um, And back to that kind of because I didn't elaborate here in my notes. Um, But uh, it can replace all of those things. So just start saying pause. Just pause for yourself. It's really good for me to be like, the world is spinning out of control. I don't know what's going on. And then just hit, just say pause to yourself. Um, And plant your feet flat on the ground. And take a deep breath. And look, look, look around. (laughs) I made that up this week too. Um, I've been having a nice week. And we'll we'll come back to that. But 
it's for you. It's for you. And then by putting yourself first, like always, the example that you're now setting reverberates throughout the house. So now the baby has started to take deep breaths and yell pause and put himself there. It's very cute because he just goes, (gasps) I'm very mad at you. (gasps) And that's okay. That's all right. That's okay. You can be mad, baby. Mommy's always mad at me, baby. It's, hey, hey, I got it. So, again, just pause. Just close your eyes. Just pretend nothing is happening. Bring yourself back. Take a deep breath and let it go. And just turn around and then take it one step at a time. One kid at a time. One problem at a time. One story at a time. Just be very clear and say, I need a minute, which brings me down here. So Magnus's physical therapist, who's the fucking best, told me to start saying I need instead of do this or do that. Please don't. Please stop talking to me or the worst. (laughs) Shut up. Which I have been very guilty of and I am very ashamed of it. But (laughs) I never said I was perfect. I'm totally fucked up. Uh, It worked instantly. By the way, as soon as I started, I said, Hank, I need you to give me a minute so that I can handle this first. Boom. He just said, oh, okay. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. I got nothing to say about it because damn, girl. Awesome. Um, Kids have a need to be helpful. You've already programmed, it's already programmed into them. We've already, we've talked about it and talked about it and we're going to talk about it again. They just want to help you. They just want you to love them. So um, they love to help. And this phrase really utilizes this need and helps everyone. Love it. 10 out of 10. Recommend. Also, um, when they ask me for something, I'm trying to tell them where it is. Instead of jumping up and fetching it. So this is another one of those things that I'm personally working on. I will get you anything. Mama loves you. Oh, you need some candy. Oh, you need some this. Oh, I'll run around. I'll get you whatever it is. Oh, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Um, <laughs> terrible idea. <laughs> I just want everyone to be happy all the time. Um, so instead of just going to get it, I've been saying, oh, So, um, for example, which is the main glaring example in my house is that Magnus goes, mom, can I have some water? And I'll fetch him some water every single time. Um, and so I've lately been saying, oh yes, of course your water is in your room and he'll go get it. Or, oh yes, of course your water is on the table. He'll go get it. So, um, that's just one tiny little way that I've been trying to, but if there is a, um, I I mean, I really recommend it because, again, I spend so much of my day just, like, running around like an octopus person doing stuff. Um, I don't have to. You know, they they have arms and feet. So, um, yeah, make them do it. (laughs) It's going to be, like, all of your day, though, and they take forever, and they can't find anything. Oh, my God. But... Mm, you got to. Sorry. Hang in there, friend. It's really frustrating. But, you know, uh, Zoloft or weed or wine or do what you got to do, baby. Okay. So, now a fun one because I just want to do it. I made this up and I'm really proud of it because alligators are my favorite animal. Okay? Alligator, alligator, chomp, chomp, chomp. Alligator, alligator lives in the swamp. Alligator, alligator likes to eat. Alligator, alligator only meat. Yeah, boy, Jacksonville. I love it. I made that up for Magnus, and I'm I'm pretty proud of it. Also, um, I recommend any animal. So whatever your kid's animal is. Um, I can, I can only ever think of, um, this little girl that we know had a, had a penguin and a panda and she used to have them all the time. And so that's what's coming to mind. But whatever your animal is, make up a little rhyme for a man, get that shit going, teach him some stuff. You don't, again, you don't need anything. All you need is a fun attitude 
and some rhyming words. So just remember that any opportunity is an opportunity for play. Um, and it doesn't have to be good. I mean, Shel Silverstein didn't write that fucking poem I just wrote. I did. It was dumb. It was, it was some shit I made up because alligators are my favorite. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Nobody's going to grade your work, baby. You do you. Do it. Um, ooh, now we're going to talk about something super fun. Um, you don't need to take them to zoos, museums, all that stuff. You know, since Corona, everything's either shut down or when you do go, the kids bitch at you because they don't want to wear a mask or whatever. I'm so sure that whatever set of problems that you have going on are very real right now. Um, so in Katie fashion, I don't do it because if it seems hard, fuck it. We're not going. Um, so we wander around the yard all the time. I just let Magnus touch some shit, pick it up, collect it. What color is it? What shape is it? What does it feel like? Sometimes he licks it and I'm like, okay, was that good? And he will almost assuredly say no, because it's not. Um, and then I'll say, oh, wow, you're going to lick it again? And he'll say, no. Um, so those are the things. Don't tell them what to do. Let them, what the fuck do you care if he tastes dirt? I mean, really, that's gross. We all found out dirt is gross. Don't put it in your fucking mouth because it's awful and it'll be in there all day. I mean, <laughs> it's not like I did it all the time or anything. Anyway, moving on. Um, so we caught a salamander. Um, and Hank was fighting it the entire time about being outside and being bitchy and whining about school and blah, 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 whatever, whatever. They're always fighting. They always hate everything. It's fine. It doesn't fucking matter. Just ignore it. And they'll get on. You're the conductor of the train. You are the cruise director. If you're having fun, eventually they'll be like, well, I want to see it. What, well, what is it? Um, so don't let them dictate necessarily the activities by their attitude. You do you. Um, and so we caught a salamander. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so fucking red. Awesome. Let's um, make it science. This is me, by the way. Let's make it science. We can measure it. We can. I said, um, there's a quote who from the guy, I think it's from Mythbusters, but one of the Mythbusters guys. But anyways, he says, the only difference between science and fun is recording your answers, which is fantastic. So then I gave this quote to Hank, just like I gave it to you. And I was like, see, so if we write it down, it's also work and science. To which he replied, I don't know, something negative for like 15 minutes. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. So then I had to say, all right, dude, uh, so we can do this. It could be fun. Or if you can't do this and have fun, we can go do some other science from a book. You know, it's up to you. Whatever. It might have a lot more writing. To which he, you know, eventually gave in because obviously don't not, nobody wants to go fucking up into the classroom and write nonstop. So shut up and do this. Anyway, we get the salamander. We pull it out. I was super irritated the entire time. I had to breathe multiple times not to scream in his face. It's fine. What are you going to do? Who cares? Get it together. You're an adult. So I breathe, close my eyes, think and breathe, and then restart. We recorded its length, its color. I don't even remember right now. Blah, blah, blah. You feel me. So he had a great time. And then he talked about it for the whole rest of the day. How fucking great it was. Yeah, dumbass. I knew it was going to be great. <sighs> but that's the point. You have to keep it together. You are in control. Also, TV, not great. Right? We all know that it's propaganda. Blah, blah, blah. But you can use that propaganda for your benefit. You can use it to your advantage. It's a tool. Just like everything else. You can create your own environment. So, hold on, girl. I just, oh, I just lost what I was fucking doing, and I closed my fucking notes. Oh my god, get it together. Um, and by this I mean, so when people start acting like this in my house, I immediately turn on like for the next couple of days. 
I only put on like PVS. Um, and so after this little fiasco and like whatever, we only watched Wild Kratts and, um, well, the baby watches Daniel Tiger, but that's a whole nother, that's how I manipulate him a different way because he had started watching Paw Patrol, which is very annoying, um, to me. And, um, he found it on his own. I tried so desperately, but anyways, um, but when you take control of the lead and you give them the good information that you want them to have, when you give them that, then all of a sudden, you know, the following next couple of days, not only did we have a hands-on experience with recording, um, biological data, <laughs> I'm going to make it sound fancier than it is, and, um, watching Wildcrats and whatever, Hank was able to be like, oh yeah, cool, let's go, let's leave the animal free and in the wild and let's record the, you know, data and blah, blah, blah. So when you use these kind of, when you can use media to your advantage and get the good stuff in that you want them to absorb, instead of just letting them have their own way and just ingest all kinds of ridiculousness, you really can kind of manipulate and structure their lives in the direction that you want. So don't always discount everything. Learn about it, learn how to use it, and kind of direct everybody um, in the direction that you want. Uh, and, and back to Magnus, he was acting like a jerk and being weird. Um, and then I put on Daniel Tiger for two days and he was back to being polite and kind. So just, just know that there are certain tools that you can use. You're in control. Um, just like when you see like a slutty little girl and she's like 14 and your first answer is, who buys her those clothes? Okay, same thing. Who's putting the TV on? Who's playing the games? Like, what are you doing? Pay attention. Um, and I'm not picking on... <laughs> I'm picking on myself. <laughs> I I had to get it together. Um, uh, yeah. So I'm going to kind of leave off the rest of this. And maybe I'll do another episode later. Because now um, I want to talk about that in particular. For anyone who needs to hear it. Um, it was dark over here. It was a depressive state. Um, in my mind, nothing was going right. I was feeling a little lost and blah, blah, blah. And once again, um, because you think I'd learn, but I, I do not. I had to go phone free. Um, and today of all days, um, the day after election day, and we still don't know who wins. I cannot stress to you enough that I will go phone silent. So um, nine to four are work hours. I had to institute those work hours again. Um, I'm on the phone right now, which whatever, I don't fucking care. Um, you are in charge of this, but what I really mean by that is I text a friend or whatever. Um, if, I, if I have a thought and I, I want someone to know I'm thinking about them or something pleasant, I will text them. And I will wait for their response. That's fine. But I mean, I don't get on Instagram. I don't get on Pinterest. I don't. Oh God, that's only if I want to look at art to print out. Because that place makes you think that you're a bad fucking person. You're not. Um, Facebook. No. Um, anything. Uh, Reddit is a real deep hole for me. Y'all know I love me some Reddit. Oh, Get off of it. In all of that time that you are wasting online, you could be sitting there bored with your kids coming up with ways to keep you not bored. Um, and in, in resetting my mind, I was able, like, I made like a fucking fishing pole out of a stick, a vine, and a leaf. That was fun. Um, we threw rocks. We counted rocks. We, I don't know. God, I don't know. Whatever I'm doing minute to minute because I really am just trying to, you know, not fall asleep half the time or get mad. And I know, <laughs> you feel me? So, but my point is the amount of time that you waste looking at what everyone else is doing drives you insane. It drives me slowly insane. Slowly I, th I start to think I'm not skinny enough. Well, guess what? I could have been fucking working out the three hours I was just fucking around online or slowly. I think I'm not good enough or that I'm not making everything cute enough. Well, guess what? 
in those two hours that I was wasting, I could have been cleaning my fucking house, but I wasn't. I was just fucking around online. Um, and this is all a personal struggle for me. And again, like I said, even though I know what the answer is, I still can't stop because media, because every, everything on our phones is such a huge part of our lives. Um, that it slowly creeps back in. You slowly feel like you need to have it, but you don't. Um, and you want your children, get off the video games, get off on it. Man, you know that like once four o'clock comes around and I'm done with making dinner or five o'clock or whatever day, time it is, <laughs> we eat pretty early because we're like fucking old people over here, y'all. I start dinner at three o'clock. Bitches get hungry, okay? We need food. But I'm going to plug my ass in and sit down in front of the TV or do whatever the fuck I want because I've been working all day. Duh. And it's fine. Get off your kids, man. Also, the only time that they can play with their friends is online. Um, So just kind of give them a break. But also, they don't know how to be bored because you don't know how to be bored. Katie, I'm talking to you, girl. Um, So... Oh, this seems like a lot of bitching, I feel like. But what I'm trying to tell you is I pulled myself back up out of it. And I know that you can too. I know you can. Just turn that shit off. Turn that shit off. If you don't see it, you don't think you need it. Just like how, you know, since quarantine, I haven't gone to Target. Weird. How all of a sudden I feel like I don't need anything else and I can just make my own shit. Do you know what I mean? So every time I walk in there, I'm like, oh, God, oh, I need that. I don't need it. My kids don't need it. We didn't even know it existed until I just walked in that fucking door. So, turn it off. Turn it off. Listen to your kids. They're funny. They're clever. They're cute. They're copying you. So, if they're being a dick, oh, god damn. I hate when I hear my kids say something I say and it sounds so fucking awful. And I'm just like, ah, um, yeah, I think we've all been there. Okay. Uh, my point is during this time when I say be safe out there, be healthy out there, calm down. What I really mean is just turn it all off. Turn it all off. Let yourself a big fat joint and sit outside and just watch birds talk to each other. There's so much going on around us that we miss every single day. And it's beautiful. And show your kids because it's free entertainment. You seem like a great mom. Yeah, I know you have to pee and you're hungry and you're done with this fucking whining. But it doesn't matter. There's more important things going on around you. Your children are learning to become humans. How do you want them to be? So, um, now, now on to some very serious, um, um, you know what? Look, look. All right. Ready? I closed my computer. Shit's about to get real. This is no notes. If you are out there. And you are having a hard time. Number one, you're a person. I already know. Because shit is hard right now. Do whatever you need to do. Being a parent is fucking bananas. Being a married partner in a relationship. I don't even give a fuck if y'all are married. If y'all live together. Shit is fucking bananas. It's super hard, but I want to bring us back real quick to all of the generations of women and men before us. They were all alcoholics. They all had speed for a little while. They were doing cocaine for a long time. Martinis in the middle of the afternoon, smoking, ignoring their kids, sending them outside and shutting the door, whatever. So this perfect idea of parenting that has come up in the last decade or so is fucking ridiculous. It's totally stupid. This job, being a parent, being a husband, being a wife, being a partner has ruined many a good person. Okay. You've seen it. Some of you have terrible parents that are fucking a goddamn mess because they couldn't hack it. You can. And the only way you can 
is by accepting that fact and letting everything else go and finding what makes you happy. So on the reel over here, this is confession time. I'm so fucking stoned half the time. You want to know why? Because my kids are boring as fuck. Their stories are dumb and they take forever to tell. I'm impatient. I'm totally bananas insane because other people fucking just, whoa, the examples. Just don't even fucking open that door. We're just going to put a lock in it. Bing, bing. To the point where I went to my doctor because I was making myself ill. Okay? Then she gave me weed. (laughs) Thank you, and Zoloft. Thank you. Um, so the weed makes me vomit. So I went back to her and I said, "Hey, the weed makes me vomit." I'm like literally overdrugging myself to get through the fucking day so much that it's ruining my fucking body. And she was like, mm, "Okay, here's some vomit medicine." And I don't. I'm not going to tell you the rest of our conversation because it's private and you really don't need to know. But my point is. It's on the real, dude. It's on the real. You've got to do what you've got to do. I don't give a fuck. So there's no judgment whatsoever. I mean, don't get so drunk that you're vomiting on the fucking couch in the living room and you're a useless person. But eh, if you've got to get a little bit of buzz to get through those 10 stories about Minecraft, Fortnite, or some other bullshit you do not care about and you cannot follow, do it. I don't care. And I saw... It really got me thinking because I saw this mom kind of bashing people on TikTok, which is, again, when I was on the internet and getting angry at people, get off that shit. But anyway, she was like, I'm so sick and tired of everyone normalizing drug problems and blah, 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 and alcoholism. This is not acceptable, bitch. Yes, it is. Stop worrying about everybody else. It's not except we're not even, this isn't normalizing a drug problem. Also, um, by the way, every generation before us had a fucking drug problem. Every single one. Every single one. So do some research. Okay? Just fucking look back in history. And the ones, the one that I would say didn't, they're broken. So, fucking nuts. Because it breaks a person. Because you can't be everything to everyone and be something to yourself. Take that pressure off of yourself. Sit in a lawn chair and clear your mind. And let your kids sore fight with sticks. Bring it down to simple. Simple, simple, simple. Especially right now. So I I ran into the neighbor the other day and he was like, Dude, I've been day drinking really bad. And he was like ashamed of it. And I was like, bitch, I'm stoned over here, over here every day, all day. And he just busted out laughing. But, and he, you know, lightened up a little and then told me his feelings. Um, which is random because, cool. I love it. But that's what happens. That's the power of humility. That's the power of saying, I can't fucking do this either, dude. This shit is ridiculous. Uh, give it to someone Give it to your husband. Give it to your wife. Give it to your kids. Be honest. I tell my kids over here all the time, every time I don't kick their ass or something and they do something stupid and they know it and they look at me, I say like, thanks Zoloft. (laughs) You did not get an ass whooping just then because I'm on Zoloft. Be open about it. This is not, nobody can do it right. And everybody can at the same time. It's one of those things. There's no measurement. There's no anything. I think I'm wandering right now. You guys, I totally, is what I'm doing helping? (laughs) (laughs) Is what I'm doing helping? I want you to know there are no rules. There are no guidelines. Everyone is doing it right. Everyone is doing it wrong. Everyone is doing just a medium job and they're just getting through. But the most important thing that you can do for yourself is to just sit down. I just burp, hiccuped. I don't even know what the fuck that was. I really hope y'all y'all heard that. Um, the most important thing you can do, just fucking be with them. Just be with them. They're gonna go. Your kids are gonna go. Your husband's not gonna be there forever. Your wife's not gonna be there forever. Especially if you keep acting like a dumb bitch and nagging them all the time. Just be you. Turn off, unplug, who the fuck cares? 
doesn't matter who wins the presidential election. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to have Raisin Bran Crunch and coffee. And I'm going to get bitched at, pissed at, pissed on, pissed at, pissed on. (laughs) You know, I'm going to get something. I'm going to get hit by something that I didn't know was coming. The kids are going to laugh when I'm mad. The days they will just keep going on. Everything will be okay as long as you do what's right for you and your kids, yourself, and your partner, and the people that you love. Don't be afraid to reach out to people that you know are having a hard time and say, hey, I love you. You're my friend. Allison, I love you. You're my friend. And it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You know, two months from now, you'll be over here smoking dope. Don't worry about it, baby. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything will be fine. You are beautiful and strong, all of you. This isn't just for Allison, although, what's up, Allison? Hey. Um, You are capable. You're capable of one thing. You have control over one thing, and that is your children's well-being and the environment in which they are allowed to grow and learn. It's your house, your domain. You control the environment. Keep it happy. I got a compliment the other day that made me want to just cry. In fact, I've gotten several lately. If you think that you're fucking up, ask your kids. I've been starting this new thing where I say, would you like, would you care to take a survey on my parenting after that? Is this like a, what would you give that parenting decision I just made? And it's so fun to hear them respond and they get a chance to to say something um, about what's going on in their fucking lives. Um, But I said to, to one of my kids, they said their friends are going insane or something. I, I don't remember. Whatever they said, I said, what? You guys are doing fine. That's fine. And they responded with, well, yeah, because we have good parents. <laughs> I had to, be, oh my God, you guys. I was like, be cool, Katie. Be cool. Be cool. Calm down. Don't fuck this up or he won't say anything nice again. Just be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Um, But my point is, you control their minds a little bit, right? You're creating the space in which they live, their actual reality. There's no stress in this house. Why? (laughs) Because I'm stoned. But whatever. (laughs) It's fine. It's working. Everything's fine. Um, And they know, and we talk, and we have the most open relationship ever. Because I want them to be able to talk. Nobody ever listened to me. Nobody ever heard what I had to say. If they did, they would know. (laughs) I knew what the fuck was going on, you turds. Anyways, lock it up. Another thing I want to end on, and I know this is like a lot of information I'm throwing on you. Oh my God, I even have more, but I won't. Um, Let them talk back. I have started to let them talk back. Because, you know, you grow up in like, you don't talk back. That's disrespectful. Don't fucking talk back to me or whatever it is that you were told. Who are you talking to? Excuse me? You know, all that stuff. I love a good excuse me, by the way. So I'm not immune to that. Excuse me? What? But let them talk back a little bit and you will hear yourself and you will see yourself um, in ways that you did not see before. So, um... Hank was getting really pissed at me one day and I was like, okay, what? Then what? And he said, well, you drug me out here. You had all of this other plans. And then halfway through, you changed your mind, decided we were going to do something else. And I can't even follow what's going on. And I just looked at him and I was like, yeah, I think I did do that. That's fair. Okay. All right. Yes, you're right. You're fucking right. I did do all of that stuff. That, first of all, that's totally what I do. I just roll, 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 roll all over the place. ADD. Um, look, I just did it just then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. Okay. Let them talk back to you. Because I was able to see in that situation, I was being a dipshit and I was, then I let him talk and then I changed my mind because also we want to show them 
it's okay to change your mind. And I know that in this political setting, it's really, people are like, he used to say, he, he said this, and now he changed his mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's called learning. Um, it's called learning when you change your mind. And I definitely want my kids to know how to change their mind. Um, because at any point down the road of a bad decision, you can change your fucking mind. And you can go back and fix something. So yes, 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 yes. Do show them that, you know, do let them argue with you a little bit. Don't be like fucking getting talked to, okay? Because not the Ooh, don't talk to me like that. You can voice your opinion. You just can't be an asshole. Um, but um, do let them talk. And do listen to what they say. Because you are wrong sometimes. And then when you know that when, when you know damn well that you are right, be very sure that you know that you're right when it comes to like sex, drugs, alcohol, violence. I mean, really, that you know, those are the main driving safety, keeping them alive, we don't argue about. We don't argue about water safety. We don't argue about, you know, taking your medicine or or whatever it is. But we can argue about whether or not I'm completely taking over the day and then just running all over the place and wasting everyone's time because I have no organization skills. It's a great time for them to learn and because guess what? They do it too. And so when they point it out in others, it's very easy to see within themselves and understand. I hope that I'm not rambling and I hope that what I'm doing is helping. But um, to me, this makes all sense. So I just want to keep going. But um, I do apologize if this is boring. I really think it's important to let people have a say. We we tell them to be quiet. We tell them to shut up. We tell them to listen. We tell them to do exactly as we say. And if they talk back, they get in trouble. But in talking back, in arguing, the new generation can discover sometimes new ways to do things that are better. And if we're not listening to them, it won't change. So um, my husband has always had a problem at work with the attitude, we don't do it this way because we've never done it that way. Um, You can't grow if you're not willing to change the way that you're doing something, right? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. Um, That was a lot. (laughs) Y'all, I didn't even like breathe or blink right then. (laughs) Okay. You get it? I think. I think that I think that I've hammered it in as deep as possible. Let those little babies explore, let them touch, let them think. Ask them what they want. But if they give you something they want, let them follow it a little bit and see how it works out. Uh, I can't remember any of our other points and so I'm going to just <sighs> close my eyes and take a breath and recenter myself and drink some of this coffee. And then hopefully I'll have a fucking idea of what's going on. I hope so desperately that all of you can hear my words today. um, And all of you can mentally run away from what's going on outside of the house. The good news is you're in control of your own mind and your own house and the mood. Nobody can come in and take that away from you. I mean, obviously there's like some other scary shit because all I do is watch, you know, murder shows, but we're just not going to bring that up. Okay. Lock it away. You get my point. Today you will wake up, you will have coffee and you will go to sleep. Same as every day and every day after and just keep on trucking, baby, because one day this day will be gone and you'll look back at how you spent it. And I want you to make sure that you feel like you did it. Um, yes, the, the other day, was it? I was, I, I always, oh yes, oh yes, good example. I um, put out here one one episode about potty training and I was like, oh, I'm going to potty train today and I'm going to fucking do it. I didn't. I didn't. Um, I gave up. I gave up. I hate potty training. I'm not good at it. I fucking hate it. And I beat myself up and beat myself up and beat myself up about it. And yesterday I thought, the fuck am I doing? And I went in there and I got out all of the underwear and I spent all day cleaning up piss, (laughs) whatever, and giving out Skittles. But at the end of the day, instead of hating myself, I felt good. 
And so that that's the difference. All that time you spend wallowing, all that time you spend on your phone, do it for you. Turn it off and fucking do it. And then at the end of the day, you feel like, damn, I did it. I'm not a loser. I did do those things. I'm not missing anything. I did tell my kids how I feel about them. I did say nice things to my husband. I did make sure the dishes were done this time. Um, and it sounds so simple, but it's the hardest thing I can ever do is to just fucking get going. Um, it holds me back. Thanks, weed. <laughs> anyway, this is a, a love message to anyone who wants to hear it. You have all the tools. Everything is in front of you. You just have to do it. Okay? I love you. Don't worry about what's going on in the world. Hey, hey, uh, mm. eye contact. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Go outside. Look at the birds. Find a worm. Have your kid poke it. Uh, If you got big kids... Go sit and get fucked up and watch them play video games. And here's the fucked up part because video games are very boring. Maybe you can find one that you both like. I mean, you know, like Mario Kart is the fucking shit. 3D Mario World is cool. Sonic for Sega is fucking tight. So if that's what they're into, meet them halfway, okay? Meet them. Meet them where they are. Hank wouldn't shut the fuck up the other day making noises with his mouth. So instead of fighting him, which I had done the entire morning, I thought... Okay, bitch, check it. If this is what you want to do, we're going to organize it. So I said, fine, let's do, um, let's do mouth sound effects. So he recorded a bunch of different mouth sound effects. Um, then he listened to them, decided they were different sounding than what he thought they were, which was great. That's fantastic. That's observing. Then he labeled them all in the phone and then he explored with that idea. And then later I'm going to make him go back in and listen to, oh, And we listened to them with our eyes closed, by the way, which makes them sound totally different. Um, So then we explored that. And then I'm going to make him do that same thing again after a couple of days to see if anything has changed. So meet them where they are. You want to make fucking random noises instead of telling them to shut the hell up, which, (laughs) oh, God damn, do I want to do. Teach them how to organize it. Teach them how to hone a skill. Teach them how to make it. Teach them about sound effects in movies. That shit's fascinating. Whatever it is they're doing, meet them where they are. They're fucking babies, dude. All the way up until 18. I mean, I have an 18-year-old who needs baby attention just like everybody else. In fact, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about because I need baby attention and my 47-year-old husband needs fucking baby attention. So be kind, be loving, and just be there for yourself and for everyone else. Okay, this is like going way too long. I just... you and I wanted to talk to you. Okay. I love you. I do. I really, really fucking do. Hit me up if you need some emotional support today. I'm yo girl. You can text me if you have my phone number. You can email me at uneducatedhousewife at gmail.com and you can find me on Instagram at uneducatedhousewife. I love you. I do because you listened to 53 minutes of me talking about kids and parenting and how to make it better and that makes you a motherfucking good parent okay because you could be listening to some dumb shit right now okay love you bye